Amen. Let's just lift up our hands and let's just pray in the Holy Ghost. For God is releasing a sound of gathering and a sound of alignment, says the Lord. God is calling people from the north and the south and the east and the west, and he's calling them to come into alignment, and he's calling them to come into order, and he's calling even the fragmented parts of our life to come together, and God is calling wholeness, and he's saying, come unto me and I will make your broken pieces whole. God is assembling you, Mante Seki. And he's assembling the body of Christ. And this is a time that he's bringing us into a greater cadence. Amen. He's bringing us into a greater cadence and into a greater posturing and a greater place of order in the army of God. We just won't find ourselves anywhere, but God is positioning us rightly. You're being positioned rightly. In the midst of your trial and in the midst of your, your uncomfort, your discomfort, God is positioning you rightly. In the midst of your suffering, God is positioning you rightly. He's positioning not just your body and you physically, but God is positioning your mind. He's positioning your emotions. He's positioning you spiritually so that you would be able to fulfill purpose and destiny. Mm. Come on, let's just continue to pray in the Holy Ghost. For this is a strategic time of alignment. It's a strategic time of alignment. And it's a time where we're going to have to get in the glory of God. We're going to have to get in the presence of God to be able to understand what he's, what he's doing. And to be able to understand what he's able to do. Because we have made him too small for too long. Amen. And God is bringing us into a place where we can understand the broadness and the height, as it were, the height of our destiny and our purpose. You may be seated if you can. I just sense God wanting to do something unusual this morning. And so I'm not going to stick to a format. I just want us to really get into a place of, of God's glory. Because I just really sense God does not just want to speak to us. But he literally wants to align us by the spirit with his words. Amen. You know, Last night. As I was praying and I was in the presence of God, I began to see, um, you know, I, I knew the Lord wanted to speak about alignment, but I began to see something that I had never saw before. And, and, and I've been in a season where God's been dealing with me about integrity of purpose and, and you know, and, and us in the body of Christ coming into a greater place of alignment and to a greater place of purpose where we're actually doing what we were created to do. Where we're actually being who God created us to be and we're walking in a, in, in a place or uh, in, in, a, in a zone with him where he's able to fully access everything within us. Amen. Many of us are walking around and, and, and God's only getting 20% of, of who we are. And, and, and let me tell you something. If God's only getting it, you're only getting it. 
And God is coming to fully access you. He's coming to fully open you up. He's coming to access all of all of your parts, mentally and spiritually, and, 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 and every aspect of who he has created you to be. You know, some of you have things in your life that you are, are ashamed of and, 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 and that you don't ever want to think about and you don't ever want to see again, but even understand that God is coming to use those things. God's coming to redefine purpose. As there is such a pressure in the realm of the spirit, and there is pressure now even in the earth realm. Do you realize that this lunar eclipse, if, if, if you look at the science of it, and I'm not a scientist, but I'm just going to say it as plain as I can. If you look at the science of it, it left a weight within the atmosphere that was not there. It filled the atmosphere and the atmospheric pressure with something that was not there before. And that pressure put a weight on time. Listen to me. And it brought about, look it up in science, it brought about an acceleration. Amen. And, and, and for the last five or six years, we've been prophesying acceleration, but now in the realm of the spirit, we are in a time of acceleration. And, and, and now, you know, what has, has, has been propagated and, and what has been prophesied in the realm of the spirit is actually manifesting in the natural realm. And I'm telling you, we do not have time to waste time with the things of the past season. We're coming into a dimension where we are really understanding and being a son of Issachar and not just talking about being a son of Issachar. Sons of Issachar, the Bible says the sons of Issachar discerned the times and the seasons and they knew what Israel should do. And if you look into the history of these people, these people worked with the kings. These people actually saw the kings before they were to be put into position. They saw the leaders that were going out of position before they were out of position. They understood the crops and, and, and the, the, in, in terms of season. So they even understood the economy in terms of season. And they were able to discern the unusual moves of God. Amen. It was the sons of Issachar that discerned that David would be king before he was king. It's the sons of Issachar that discerned that Deborah, a woman, would take the lead in battle. God's bringing us into a place where we will get so hooked up with him where we will be able to see the unusual things. The things that don't fit our normal paradigm. The things that don't fit our normal structure. The things that culturally do not make sense. Are you all hearing me? God's ready to open up your eyes to see what you could not see. And as I was praying last night, I saw the Lord breaking off a blindness off of the body of Christ. And I want to be more specific. I saw the Lord breaking off a blindness even off of prophetic believers. And I saw where the enemy had so cloaked a, a spirit of religion. Is so cloaked a type of a spirit of religion, but it was not just a spirit of religion. In the midst of it, it was woven with a spirit of poverty. But it was so, I mean, you know how, you know, you have microfibers and then you can cover the microfibers like with a cord or something like that. So you really don't see those microfibers in the midst of the cord. And, and, and in this spirit of poverty was so covered that it's like everybody went after the spirit of religion, but they did not see the spirit of poverty under it. And so the spirit of religion was designed to keep you in the spirit of poverty. 
and, 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 and the spirit of poverty, you know, had so had our fears and, insecu- and insecurities and, you know, and, and, and adequate, inadequacies and, 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 and spirit of inferiority and all of these things were balled together and all of it was working together to cause us not to fulfill purpose. Not to fulfill purpose. It was a blinding spirit. And so, you know, when God was trying to advance us, instead of us seeing that the enemy was coming to totally sabotage us and and, 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 and to totally, you know, take our ministry into a different direction and to totally discount or dilute us, we saw, oh, no, 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 this is something that's righteous, so I'm not going to move forward. It's something that's unrighteous, so it's not holy. And, 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 and it brought about a false humility in the body of Christ. I want you to hear what I'm saying. That there's a spirit that has been released to prophetic believers. And it is to keep us in a place where we're not completely hitting the mark. Close to the mark. But we're not completing, completely hitting the mark. And, 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 and because of how it masks the poverty and it masks the other things, you know, it causes us to move in a self-righteousness to think that we're not hitting the mark because we're being righteous. We're not hitting the mark because we're being holy. We're not hitting the mark because, you know, we don't need wealth and, and we're not controlled by wealth. And, and, and all of these things that really sound good are sabotages to keep us from walking in integrity of purpose. Amen. Integrity of purpose is the state of being whole and undivided concerning the purpose in which you were created or existed. I'm going to say that again. The state of being whole and undivided concerning the purpose in which you were created or existed. Amen. God is coming to align us to our pure destiny. Amen. Many of us are walking, many of us are walking around it. Many of us are looking around it. Many of us are talking about it. Many of us are singing about it. But in actuality, we know that there is not a full alignment to that purpose and destiny. And this is why God is coming. He's coming to arrest the spirits that have been masked for so long to keep us walking in blindness. Amen. Amen. For us to move into where God is calling us to move into, we have to be packing everything that God has placed on the inside of us. As the wickedness and as the evil in the land is increasing, is increasing exponentially. Every religion and, 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 and every group and, you know, every even indigenous uh, religion, you know, they are increasing after their own kind. They are increasing in power, increasing in authority. And for us to be able to stand against that, we're going to have to stand in the fullness of who we are. Amen. God's bringing an alignment for where we are right now. Amen. He's been really speaking that many things that we're even doing is, 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 is got an expiration date on it. Amen. It's got an expiration date on it. You know, if I tried to give you food from 1984, you, you, you would think it was gross. But some of us are locked in seasons, locked in paradigms, locked in mindsets, locked in mentalities that have been far gone expired. And, and, and it's like God has sent so many warnings and, and, and he sent, you know, so many uh, prophets and so many people to give a message to say, listen, it's time to move out of that place. Listen, it's time to, to walk out of that place. But now it's like, you know, God is screaming, it's time to move. 
it's time to move or you're going to abort purpose. God is coming to align you with purpose. Psalms 139 and 16, you know, talks about every day that we live being written in a book. And so it lets you know that there was even purpose in planning your life and planning your DNA. So much purpose that God did not just let you do whatever you wanted to do every day. He literally wrote every day of your life in a book. And so when we walk around and, and we feel aimless and we feel disconnected and we feel like we're missing something or we feel displaced and, you know, our body is here, but I feel like I'm in New York. And my body is here, but I feel like I'm in Africa. My body is here, but I feel like I'm in South America. It could be, you know, that your DNA knows what's written in the books of heaven concerning you. And that there is a division. Listen, integrity of purpose means to be whole and undivided. Amen. And God is coming for us to take the division out of our lives. To take the division out of our lives. And, and when I say that, you know, we immediately, when we think of division, we think about external division. We think about something that somebody else is doing, but this is not about what somebody else is doing. This is about what God is wanting to do on the inside of you. God is coming to deal with the division that's on the inside of you. And some of you remember the old cartoons, you know, where two men would get under a horse outfit and, and, and one of them would start going one way and the other would start going another. Some of us are walking that way. We are literally walking in a divided state where Paul Part of us is here, but another part of us is there, and another part of us is here, and another part of us is there, and God is coming to bring wholeness. He's coming to bring wholeness so that we can walk in purpose, so that we can understand purpose, so that we can understand everything that he has placed on the inside of us, the full composite of everything that we are. The full, you know, this is why, you know, these DNA tests are out now. Why? Because people have to understand what's on the inside of them. Personality tests are out now. Why? Because people have to understand who they are. So many things that were, 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 were not available to us, technology has provided. Why? Because it is time to understand purpose and walk on purpose and not just be around purpose, but to hit the mark. But to hit the mark. Amen. I want to read this scripture, and we're going to talk about this just a little bit more. <clears throat> And this is um, Acts <clears throat> chapter 15. And this is the 36th uh, verse here. And it says this, then after some days, Paul said to Barnabas, let us now go to back um, and visit our brethren in every city where we have preached uh, the word of the Lord and see how they are doing. And Barnabas was determined to take with them John called Mark. But Paul insisted that they should not take him with them, the one that had departed from Pamphylia and had not gone with them to do the work. And then the contention became so sharp that they parted from one another. And so Barnabas took Mark and sailed to Cyprus. But Paul chose Silas and departed, being commended by the brethren to the grace of God. And he went through Syria and, 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 and Sicily, strengthening the churches. Amen. And, you know, a lot of times when we look at this scripture, we just think that because we are so familiar with Paul, we look at Barnabas and we just say, okay, you know, Barnabas missed it. Barnabas missed it and, 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 and Paul was walking in God and, and Barnabas was not. But when you do further research on Barnabas, you see that Barnabas was, he ended his life very effective for the ministry. 
and, and he fulfilled his own destiny. And, and, and so what we're really looking at is a place where God was causing a strategic alignment and a strategic division. I'm going to say that again because we think division is like a demonic thing. You know, God was calling, causing a strategic alignment and a strategic division. Amen. Understand that if we are walking as sons of Issachar, discerning the times and the seasons, then we understand that there's a season for everything. There's even a season for relationships. As much as we love people, people were given purpose in your life. If you can understand that a God is so detailed that every day of your life can be written in a book, then you can also understand that the characters in your book are very strategic. That you don't just get to pick who you do whatever with. As, as, as strategic as God was in creating your DNA, it's as strategic as he is to only pair you with the DNA that will help you to fulfill destiny in that season. Everybody say amen. Say man, listen. You know, the, the, you know, it's over our head because we're just used to choosing and 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 not understanding that in kingdom it's not about choice. Kingdom is not a democracy, and this is how we miss it. We think kingdom is a democracy, so we think we have a choice on everything. And then when our life gets, you know, so out of order and so torn out of the frame, then we want to go to Jesus, or we're mad at Jesus, we're upset with Jesus, but Jesus was not a part of the process from the very beginning. Jeremiah had an encounter with God, and in that encounter with God, he, God opened up his DNA and began to start prophesying to him what was in his DNA. Listen, to understand who you are, you have to get in the presence of God. To understand where you are, you must get in the presence of God. To understand what you have to do next, you must get in the presence of God. If you assume it, you just might miss it. You just might miss it. God can call your interchangeable parts from whatever part of the globe that he wants to call them from. The Bible says that we're fitly joined. We're by every joint supplies. Some of us are walking lopsided because we have the wrong joints attached to us. If you have a leg that's too long or too short, you are what? Deformed. And a lot of us, our spiritual walk looks like that. This is no disrespect to anybody that's deformed. But our spiritual walk looks so weebly wobbly. Why? Because we are deformed. Because we did not go to God. We didn't seek him for our original purpose. Amen. And then when we got on the course to try to seek him for our original purpose... This spirit of religion talked us out of it because it wanted to keep us in poverty. It wanted to keep us in bondage. It wanted to keep us missing the mark. It wanted to keep us far from fulfilling destiny. And God is bringing us into a place where we will understand how to walk in him boldly. And God is bringing us as the prophetic people of God to a place where we will hit the bullseye. Listen, there's no grace in this season for us hitting all over the place. Listen, the enemy is hitting the bullseye in some areas. Let me tell you something. People who are in occultism are hitting the bullseye in some areas. And, 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 and we are missing because we are not valuing that accuracy. It's one thing that, you know, the Lord's been dealing with me about in the body of Christ. We don't talk enough about being specific. We don't talk enough about being accurate. We don't talk enough about being detailed. Why? Because we use this sloppy grace to move in sloppy agape. And we're missing stuff all the way around. And the missteps are being intact by the enemy in between the, the, the steps. Your soul is fainting in between the steps. God is moving us to another level. 
He's moving us into another place of precision where we hit the mark. Listen, when you look at this story about Paul and, 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 and Barnabas, you'll see that they came into a place where, you know, they understood that something, they had a difference of opinion. Contention rose. And many of you are in situations where God has hardened people's hearts or brought about contention because without the hardening of their hearts or the contention, you wouldn't move. You would stay comfortable in that position for seasons and for seasons and for seasons, and you would be like the person that's still eating the food from 1984. But when we get sick, we understand that we have food poisoning. If we're not sick, we keep on eating the food. Amen. When something goes wrong, that's when we seek God to understand that there is something that is out of order or something that is off kilter. Listen, God is very specific. When you look at the word and it says, without holiness, no man shall see the Lord. And, and, and you, you think about that, no man shall see the Lord. You know, that scripture is talking about here on earth. It's not talking about heaven. When you look up the definition of holiness, holiness means to be set apart, which is a measurement term. The only way that you can have accurate time is if the sun is set to the, I mean, if, if the clock is set to the timing of the sun. If it is not set to the timing of the sun, then it's the wrong time. Which means that many of us, again, walking in this generalized way with God, walking in this unspecific, undetailed way with God concerning our own purpose, concerning our own personality, concerning our own destiny, concerning our own ministry. So many people are even generalized concerning ministry. There's never been so much confusion in the body of Christ like never before. You look, people are only being called to be apostles and prophets. <laughs> Is that not true? When is the last time you heard of an evangelist or a missionary? When is the last time you went to an ordination, you know, for someone that was being released as an evangelist? It's because we're not specific. When you're set to where God is, then there's an opening of heaven and there's an alignment with heaven and with earth. If God is at 12 o'clock and you're at two, you miss him. If God is at two and you're at six, you miss him. But we have preached such a sloppy grace that we have promoted a culture of people and it doesn't mean that God is a hard taskmaster and he's cracking the whip and, and, and if you miss it, that he won't come and he won't bring you back. That's not it. That's not it. God will. He will restore us. We know about grace. We know about mercy. God is that. But God is bringing us to the place of maturity. We don't have to stay as children for the rest of our lives. God is bringing us to the place of maturity that we would desire to be specific with him. That we would desire to know exactly who he wants us to be. That we would desire to go exactly where he wants us to go. God provides for us because we are where he wants us to be. But if you're not there, you'll die on the vine somewhere. God opens up doors. God aligns people when you are strategically moved by his spirit to meet the person that he's aligned you with. If you don't move, you'll never come into alignment with who he has designed you to meet on your way. If you never read the book, you never know the instructions. And there's a book of heaven. There are scrolls that God wants to open up before you so that you can fulfill destiny. So that you can fulfill destiny. In so many situations I looked at my life and, and, and because of this, this masking, this masking, this deception of false righteousness and false humility and false holiness I turned away major ministry opportunities that were really big. I turned away major life opportunities that were really big. 
And when someone came and says, Apostle Lewis, we can give you this. You know, we can give you this. Oh, you know, this spirit comes and, and in the false humility and the, and the false righteousness and, and the spirit of poverty and all of this will say, no, I'll just take this. I'll just say, oh, I'm okay. I'll just accept this. Not understanding that I was making, I was, I was, I was going backwards in my life. God was giving me things that would have accelerated me, giving me opportunities, you know, even causing me to meet people that could have, you know, taken my destiny to the next step. But I was too humble to even make the, 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 the call. See, that, that sounds so spiritual, doesn't it? It sounds so much like love. So humble. Amen. But, you know, God called the servant that buried his talent wicked. He called him wicked. Why? Because that talent was a part of his purpose. And, and sometimes we look at things as, 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 as humility when actually it's, also, it, it's really masked pride. <laughs> you don't want to hear this, but it's true. Sometimes we think it's humility, but it's really pride. But we've been deceived to believe it's humility. We've been deceived to believe it's righteousness. We've been deceived to believe it's holiness and it's kept us in a position. Paul and Barnabas got to a place and they understood. And, 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 and when you look at the scripture after it, you'll see that the elders agreed with them. That it was time for a strategic divide. It was time for them to go to the next level. It was time for them to accept what had been for that season, but to engraft what God was giving them for the new season. And this is where a lot of us are. It is not just divided with people. It's divided with situations. It's divided with properties. It's divided with, with businesses. It's divided with even certain ministry things. You know, things that we've held on to. But God, you know, and, 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 and this is another deception. Is we think that, you know, you can only release something when it's established to a place. That's a deception to keep you in bondage. You release when God says you're finished. Maybe your finishing was to be finished in, in what you were supposed to do was done in the realm of the spirit. And then one plants and one waters and then God gives the increase. And we think, oh, we're being, we're being uh, uh, irresponsible or, or, or we're not having a finishing anointing. And, and, you know, and, and all of this you know, nice religious vernacular that we use, but it's just to keep you in bondage from shifting to the next thing. And understanding that God's thoughts are so much higher than our thoughts. Sometimes God will move you from here to there. And then this thing here will establish everything that you've been doing for the last 25 years. One strategic move, one strategic person can bring purpose, can bring destiny, can bring establishment, can bring finishing to all you're doing. But you will never see it if you are walking in this religious place. Amen. If we want to be supernatural, we have to do what? We have to be willing to step out of the natural. We have to be able to step out of the natural. That's our comfort zone. Those, they, those are our compartments, our borders, our barriers, our boundaries. Everything that makes us feel safe, that makes us feel warm and fuzzy. You know, it's like that really nice blanket, you know, that we like to have, you know. You know, it, it, you know but sometimes you got to get rid of that bank blanket. <laughs> and sometimes your sleep is, is, is not according to your nice blanket, but it is according to the peace of God. Because God has positioned you in a different place. He has positioned you in an unfamiliar place. He has positioned you to break ground or to take territory. Amen. And many seasons, I'll tell you, I was in the will of God. Was I comfortable? No, I wasn't comfortable. But I was taking ground and I was taking territory. And we have to get to the end and we use these scriptures. Oh, you have to be led forth in peace. You know, and, and we use a scripture that completely out of context to keep us 
comfortable and still in the control of a religious spirit. God is coming to challenge us because it's time to go to another level. It's time to go to another level. Some things are not going to be normal. Listen, this was not something, I'm sure this was not a, you know, this, this was not the best situation, you know, for, for Jewish news here that Paul and Barnabas, who had been accomplishing all this stuff, is now dividing. I'm sure even back in the day they thought somebody was in sin, somebody was in order, out of order, somebody was in witchcraft or something, but it wasn't that. It was just a strategic shift. And then you read to see what happened, and then Paul and, and you know, specifically Silas begin to move into some serious stuff. Amen. It went to Macedonia, and, 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 and God raised up Lydia, and, and you see, you know, the life of Lydia. And, and then after that, guess what? Because Paul had walked into strategic alignment. Can you stand? Paul was in strategic alignment now, and I'm sure he felt something even before um, uh, Barnabas had left that something was shifting. Paul was in strategic alignment with Barnabas, and then Lydia had come into strategic alignment with them, and then all of a sudden, this slave girl tries to attach themselves to them. You can have a seat. The slave girl was saying all the right things. Religious spirit. She was saying all the right things. This slave girl was connected to the senators and to the politicians. She was a prophet to the senators and to the politicians. Here's a political spirit. <laughs> Are y'all understanding me? So he had to make the decision whether or not he's going to inconvenience himself to confront wrong alignment. <laughs> Or he's going to allow a spirit of, the Bible says a spirit of divination, a spirit of divination to appendage itself or attach itself to him. You have to be careful what appendages or attaches itself to you. And you have to be willing to call out the appendaging or the attachment because some people are parasites. And when they attach themselves to you, they pull out of you the nutrients you need to be able to proceed. You can't think. You don't have the word of the Lord. You are so off concerning your purpose. You are so off concerning your destiny. Why? Because you're attending to this parasite. <laughs> And so Paul quickly rebuked her. He didn't think about the price that he, he knew he was in strategic alignment. Him and Silas were moving and shaking. They were getting things done. There was a synergy. Listen, you know, when, when you align with the right people, there is an, an amalgamation of your authority. There is an amalgamation, you know, of, of power. There is an amalgamation, you know, of, 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 of the glory. Why? Because of the synergy that comes because of the union and, 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 and the oneness that you all walk in. The day of Pentecost, they were all in one place and in one accord. And what happened? There was a cataclysmic move of God's power because they were all in one place. Paul rebuked this woman and it caused him to be in controversy. He was arrested. He was stripped naked. He was stripped naked. You know, this is, this is where we are. This is where we are. If you're going to walk in division, listen, you're going to have to come into a great, you're going to have to be willing to be persecuted. If you're going to divide from what the spirit of the culture of the land, if you're going to divide from the spirit of the religion in the land, the land, if you're going to divide from the political spirit, Rakabosata, in the land, you are going to shake some things up. Paul was arrested and he was stripped naked in front of everyone. Sometimes when God is shifting you, it doesn't feel good. <laughs> we went through a situation recently where, <clears throat> you know, we were, um, we were dealing with, with a property and we had put all of this into the property. At the end of the season, we saw that, you know, we, we had a contractor come in, that some things happened in the property. And, you know, it, it seemed, you know, the contractor came to us and told us that you're going to have to move. And we just could not fathom that we had put so much in it. 
and we thought about, well, what are people going to think, and so on and so forth. But we realized when I kept going back in my spirit, I kept seeing, you know what? Every time I walked in this properly lately, I could not see myself in it. I could not see the growth. I could not see the expansion. I could not see what God was getting ready to do. Amen. There was a division. There was division in this property and the new thing that God was doing. And sometime in your life, there is a division in what you are doing and the new thing that God is bringing you to. And at times, we have to align aggressively with what God is doing, irregardless of the cause. We shifted, and God brought us into a place that was suited for what he was doing. It blew our minds. Paul was arrested. He was stripped naked, and then he was put in shackles. And the interesting thing about this thing is, is back to the strategic alignment, which is where we, we're going. Paul was being set up back in, 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 in the time that him and Barnabas was even having the disagreement. Paul was being prepared and he was being set up for a major miracle in God's glory. <laughs> he didn't know it, but every step was leading him closer to this cataclysmic glory that we're talking about. Every move, every alignment, every person, every act of obedience, he was in purpose, he was on purpose, and he was hitting the mark. He got locked up in that prison, and, and he began to start singing hymns and praying. And listen, you know, how many of you have sung hymns? <laughs> how many of you prayed? And how many of you seen bars broken in, in the natural realm? In the natural realm. We haven't seen it. Why? In this time, heaven was meeting earth and right alignment. Purpose was speaking. The books of heaven were speaking. Destiny was speaking. And when they begin to release that sound, I won't even say hymns. I won't even say, I won't even say prayers. When they released that sound, that sound was such a weight of the glory that it opened the prison doors and that it unlocked the shackles and it caused a cataclysmic miracle because of right alignment, purpose, destiny had met the books of heaven and God Open up the heavens. God is ready to do it in your life. He's ready to do it in your life, but you're going to have to come into alignment. You're going to have to come into alignment. You're going to have to be willing to be brave enough to say this aspect of my life is just a little bit off. And I'm not telling you to be running all over the place. You have apostles that can help guide you through strategic shifts in your life. But I'm saying you have to be a, a, a steward enough of your destiny to go before God and to seek him and to inquire of him. What am I to do to get in his presence so that he can begin to open up what he is doing. Some of you think that you're finished. Some of you think that you're retired. Some of you think that you're supposed to be over here, but you're supposed to be over here. And God is coming to bring alignment. And God is coming to also do things that don't make sense. They don't make sense. Strategic alignment. I was prophesied to in December, you're going to be a prophet to Hollywood stars. You know, in, 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 uh, I can't remember what month it was, but um, by April, by April of that year, I was prophesying to major stars. But in the middle, I can't remember what month it was, I went to Ghana. See, this is going to mess up your, your cultural perspective because you would think, okay, God is saying go to Hollywood and you go to Africa. I'm telling you, this is going to deliver some of you. It's strategic alignment. It's purpose. It's getting in the spirit to see where he wants you to be. I was told them, the Lord told me before I went to that trip to Africa, as you allow me to strategically move you like a, um, a pawn on a chess table, God says you will meet long-lasting connections this particular trip. I had a team of about four or five people with me, and I remember one particular day, I said, listen, the Lord is telling me I need to go to the barbershop right now in Osu. Karamasaniate. 
<laughs> and I had an American team, and they're looking at me like I'm being deep. Amen. They're looking at me like I'm being deep. And, and I said, no, I have to go right now. I went right then. And I get into the barbershop, and I'm talking with one of my friends, and, and, and someone hears me and says, hey, sir, I, I need to speak with you. My sister is an actress, and I want to connect you with my sister. Come on now. <laughs> I just got a word about being a prophet to Hollywood celebrities. And then God doesn't send me to Hollywood. He doesn't send me to Rodeo Drive. He doesn't send me to Atlanta. He doesn't send me to New York. He doesn't send me to even to Washington, D.C. He sends me to Africa. And he doesn't send me, you know, to Gollywood or, or to, the, to the studios in, in, in Africa. He sends me to a barbershop in Osu. Kabasanana. <laughs> and in that place, I was strategically connected with Hollywood. Because I allowed God to strategically move me. Like a pawn on a chess table even when it didn't make sense, when it culturally did not make sense. Some of you are going to have to break the culture. You feel uncomfortable being moved by God, but, but that's who we're called to be. We're called to be spirit-led and spirit-moved people. You're going to have to break that culture, and sometimes you're going to have to be willing to go places that, that you don't even understand where you're going. Amen. I remember another strategic movement when I was praying about where I was to be covered and, and, and what the, the apostolic covering that I was to have. And the Lord sent me to a meeting. I had been visiting CI um, headquarters, but I was getting ready to go into another organization. And I, come to, I found out Cindy Jacobs was going to be in our region. And I went to a meeting in our region. And um, when I went there, it, the, uh, Dean Mitchell was doing praise and worship, and, and there was plenty of people from CI. And, and all the people from CI greeted me and came up to me. Chuck Pierce even came up to me. Different people came up. They remembered me. It was so weird, and, and it was just interesting. At the end of the meeting, they ended up allowing me and Donna to lay hands on people. And, 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 and it was just like, this thing is something to this. I go home, and it's a Saturday night. In my mailbox is the information about how to become a CI minister. I, I, I fill out the paperwork and, and contact um, uh, uh, Dodie Griffith, and, and, and she tells me, listen, I know that you're in this region, but I really feel led that God wants to connect you with Apostle Melody Hilton, who's eight hours away. I listened to God. I heard from God. I got in a car and went to that next regional, and God connected me connected me with this mighty woman and this mighty man of God. And they've been parents to me and a blessing to me for you, but it was strategic alignment. And at every point in my life, I had somebody that understood where I was going and was able to speak into it. When I was doing governmental legislation work, they were able to speak into it. When I was in Hollywood, they were able to speak into it. When I was doing missions, they were able to speak into it. In apostolic shifts, they were able to speak into it. Why? Because of strategic and divine alignment. God is bringing us into a greater place of, a, of alignment. Number one, he wants to align what's in you. He wants to align your heart. He wants to align your mind. He wants to align your body with purpose and with destiny. Amen. He wants to align you so that you will give him a real yes. Secondly, he wants to align you with your call. He wants to align you with people. There are people that have the right DNA to connect with you so that you can fulfill destiny. Amen. And, and it's not about picking people that we like because that doesn't work. <laughs> If you consider, you know, the Bible says we are fitly joined where every joint supplies. Then you understand that people are like joints. I'm not talking about marijuana. I'm talking about. <laughs> 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 we, 
We have joints in our bodies. But every joint has a supply and it has, <coughs> excuse me, and it has to fit. It has to fit properly. And it doesn't just have to fit so that we can feel comfortable, but it also has to cover us in the places where we're not fulfilled. I don't mean fulfilled, but weak, weaknesses. God connects us with people that they have something that compensates for our weaknesses. Amen. If you connect with the exact same person, then you will have blind spots. But when God connects you, he gives that person an insight that you don't have so that your joint periphery is much broader. You're able to see broader, you're able to see wider than you were before. But you don't need a situation where too many people are in the situation where the blind is leading the blind. Yeah. The people that I'm, I'm most connected with, we wouldn't have picked each other out of a, out of a crowd. Amen. We would not have had the wisdom or the insight or the intellect or the revelation to be able to have been able to chose each to choose each other. But God, through his spirit, chose them to walk with us and to give us what we needed. God is bringing us into a greater place of alignment. You got to fulfill the greater. Amen. You got to hit the mark. Some of you are borderline depressed because you're not hitting the mark. Amen. You feel displaced because you're not hitting the mark. There's an emptiness on the inside of your soul and on the inside of your spirit because something in you knows you are not hitting the mark. And sometimes it's just a strategic move, a small move, and sometimes it's a big one. Everyone stand on your feet. Before we pray about strategic alignment, I want us to unravel this religious spirit. Amen. I want us to deal with and unravel this religious spirit in any way that it is woven into our life. You know, sometimes when uh, they take a tumor out, you look at the tumor, and the tumor has hair, it has veins, it has all of this skin, it has all of this stuff mixed and intertwined and wrapped around it. And sometimes that's how some things in the realm of the spirit are within us. And I believe that this religious spirit is something like that. It has a lot that is wrapped in, that is intertwined, and it is to keep you from fulfilling destiny. It, it doesn't mind you being a Christian. It, it, it doesn't mind you being a nice person. But what it minds and what it opposes and what it detests is you walking in specific purpose in detailed purpose, in accurate purpose. Amen. Because when you walk in an accurate purpose, heaven meets earth. Amen. Amen. You want to see glory. You want to see miracles, signs, and wonders. Heaven has to come into alignment with where you are. Amen. When heaven's at two, you have to be at two to see God. Amen. When God is at three, you have to be at three on that time clock to see him. Father, in the name of Jesus right now, Father, let's pray in the Holy Ghost. Father, we deal with the spirit of religion, Father, and we thank you right now for the power of God and the glory of God coming into us, Father, like a concentrated light, Father, coming into us like a laser beam of light, Father, and dissolving completely this spirit of religion, Father, that is masking a spirit of poverty, Father, in the name of Jesus, and Father, I thank you right now that you are releasing and you are unveiling our purpose. You are unveiling our purpose for this particular day. You are unveiling our purpose for this particular time. You are unveiling our purpose for this particular season. And Father, we shall hit the mark. 
Every every break on the inside of us that would resist our original purpose be broken in the name of Jesus. Every knee-jerk reaction on the inside of us that would resist our original purpose, that would resist our original destiny be broken in the name of Jesus. Makabasa. And I prophesy right now. Makalisia. Prepare ye the way of the Lord. Father, I say prepare ye the way of the Lord. Come into our hearts. Come into our spirits. Come into our life. Father, I arrest. Father, every purpose arresting agent in the name of Jesus. Makabasaka. I arrest every destiny arresting agent in the name of Jesus. Every spirit that has come to lock your destiny in any spiritual jail or prison, I break my cot. I break that spirit and father like the snare of the fowler I say it is broken and your destiny fly free like the eagle your purpose fly free everything that has come to suppress your personality to suppress your ministry to suppress your voice to block you and to barricade you out of wealth. I judge it right now in the name of Jesus. I break the power. I break the control in the name of Jesus. Every stronghold over your mind that has been caused by the spirit of religion to keep you in a place of insecurity, in a place of inferiority, into a place of doubting and fear and even guilt of moving forward and guilt of succeeding. Father, I judge it in the name of Jesus and I break his power now. Come on, pray in the Holy Ghost. The enemy doesn't mind you being happy, but it does mind you fulfilling purpose. The enemy doesn't mind you being happy, but it does mind you fulfilling destiny. Father, make us unhappy when we are not in purpose. Make us unhappy when we're not in destiny, God. Make us uncomfortable comfortable when we are not fulfilling destiny and we're not in purpose. My father, I release fresh revelation that those that do not know their purpose will understand the reason for which they were created. The reason for which they exist. That's what purpose is. It's the reason for which you created. It's the reason for which you exist. Father, hey, may there be an open heaven in this in this atmosphere, Father, that you would release revelation to what our original purpose is and where we are right now. Not yesterday, but right now. Not an hour ago, but right now, God. I prophesy that God is aligning you with purpose. I prophesy that God is aligning you with vision. I prophesy that God is aligning you with business. I prophesy that you're being disconnected from everything that is anti-purpose, that is anti-destiny, that is anti-vision in the name of Jesus. And you're being connected for everything that is pro-purpose, pro-destiny, and provision in the name of Jesus. Listen, God is bringing the provision to your pro-destiny and to your pro-purpose. He come on Sunday in the name of Jesus. Come on, pray in the Holy Ghost. Your business is going to look a new way. Your ministry is going to look a new way. Your marriage is going to look a new way. Your family is going to look a new way. 
Your sound is going to sound a new way. And you're going to lose control so God can control. So God can control you and you can be aligned with purpose and destiny. Thank you.